0: Meg McCabe, a certified life coach and eating disorder recovery coach with a PhD in having a good time. Just kidding about that last part. Anyway, thank you so much for listening and enjoy the show. Hey, friends. Before the next episode, I wanted to share a bit more about my virtual recovery community called The Recovery Collective. For less than a cost of one therapy session per month, our members get access to workshops, group coaching with me, cook-alongs, yoga, recipes, meditations, and even a private Facebook community. It is seriously the most fun community in the eating disorder recovery world right now. If your eating disorder is making you feel isolated and alone, this place will lift your spirits and bring you the connection you're looking for. So I ask you to join all of us. Go to recoverycollective.mykajabi.com, or you can check out the link in the show notes. I look forward to seeing you inside the collective and enjoy this next episode. Hi, everyone and welcome to another episode of the Full and Thriving Podcast. I am so grateful to have all of you here today. It always means so much to have all of you listening. I'm having a great week. This week marks the six-month anniversary of the start of the Recovery Collective, and if you guys haven't checked that out yet, I definitely recommend that you do. The Recovery Collective is my community for those with eating disorders and those in recovery. And it's a place for people to go to connect with other people struggling with eating disorders and a place for education, motivation, and inspiration to keep going. This week, we had a few calls. We did a group coaching session on conscious eating. And then also we did a little celebration for one of the coaches on the collective named Ann Claire. She just became a certified coach and we had a little fun meeting where we just played games and enjoyed each other. And that's really the environment of the collective. It's a group of friends and my two biggest values in life And I'm not kidding. They're two of my biggest values are friendship and fun. And I know they seem kind of trivial, but to be honest, those are the things that make life exciting to me. And that's what I try to focus in the collective. Anyway, just wanted to throw that out there. Besides that, what else is going on in my life? I recently discovered these headphones. My dad actually gave me underwater headphones where I can listen to music while I swim. And it is the combination of my two favorite things, music and water. And I feel like a mermaid whenever I wear them. So that has been another exciting thing that's been going on in my life. Just wanted to fill you guys in on that. My sister is also getting married in August. So I've been planning the bachelorette party in Dallas and assisting with a lot of the wedding planning stuff. And I'm super excited for that. Let me know, you know, all of you listeners, I love to hear from you guys. Let me know how your lives are doing. Um, And also I always love to hear what your thoughts are on the podcast episodes. Without further ado, let me get into the meat and potatoes of this conversation. And that was definitely an intentional expression used because this is an eating disorder recovery podcast and we want to embrace food. Today's topic is how to overcome the fear of gaining weight. And I have eight ways to overcome your fear of gaining weight. And I want all of you to take some time to listen to this list. So first of all, the number one way that I recommend to overcome the fear of gaining weight is to always connect yourself to the big picture of why you are in recovery in the first place. When you are focused on your size and you're focused on things that are small, like calories or the number on the scale, or every single bite of food that you eat, you're not focused on the big picture and it becomes a very fearful mindset. When you take a few steps back and really remind yourself of that vision you have, of what your recovery is going to look like and what your fully recovered life is going to look like, it immediately takes the pressure off. In my opinion, not for everyone, but I know that when I dream and I revel in the possibilities of my life and I feel hopeful for what's to come, it immediately releases my sense of fear. So that is a, a big tip for overcoming fear of weight gain is just to remind yourself of why it's important for you to be restoring weight right now in your eating disorder recovery. That why is your motivation to keep you going through your eating disorder recovery journey. Um, I wanted to share with you guys a quote by Brittany Aldean. She's married to Jason Aldean. I saw this on Instagram a long time ago. I'm going to take out a little bit of it because she uses specific numbers when it comes to pounds, but I'm just going to summarize the quote for you. And the quote is those extra pounds, that place where your body naturally wants to be, that is your life. That's your late night pizza with your man. That Sunday morning, bottomless brunch, your favorite cupcake in the entire world because you wanted to treat yourself. Those extra pounds are your favorite memories, your unforgettable trips, your celebrations of life. Those, those extra pounds are your spontaneity, your freedom, and your love. Now, a lot of us have spent our whole lives resisting those extra pounds and trying to keep those off. Which the cost is you know, by staying in this smaller size body, the cost is just too great. Because often, especially if you have an eating disorder, you have to give up those celebrations of life and your spontaneity and your freedom with food. And I remember When I was recovering, there was a very clear shift that happened for me in which I suddenly realized that living in this smaller body was not worth the price I had to pay. I realized that enjoying food with friends and not even worrying about it and not using behaviors was a much better life for me. And living in a larger body was all I had to do to access a life that's fun and spontaneous and full of love. And that's a courageous shift to make. I know it's very hard for many of you, even though intellectually it makes sense that you would want to exchange those extra pounds for freedom and spontaneity and celebrations. But it is harder and easier said, I guess, easier said than done. Um, but that's why you have to really lean into the big picture of why you are in this. Why do you want to recover? Number two on how to how to overcome your fear of gaining weight is to lean onto the science. And diet culture makes us believe that the fat on our bodies is literally useless and that it needs to vanish completely and that we need to get our BMIs, which is basically BS anyway, as low as possible. And because diet culture feeds us these lies that fat is not important and it doesn't need to be in our body, we just think, we just take that as truth. When in reality, fat on our body is actually an active organ that sends chemical messages to your brain to help regulate body functions and hormones related to digestion, sex, reproduction, blood pressure, blood clotting, and metabolism. So when you do not have enough fat on your body, you lose a lot of those day-to-day functions. Also, fat surrounds and cushions your vital organs. It also insulates your body to keep your body warm. It can also be protective against aging. Not that aging is bad, but hey, why not look younger if you can? And finally, your brain is made up of 60% fat. So what a lie. If anything, that is the thing that proves that fat is important because your brain is 60% 60% fat okay so i encourage you to look up the science on why fat is a necessary organ in our body and why we need fat to survive and live healthy productive happy lives um leaning on the science can be really eye opening and if you are an intellectual person or if you like to have science to back up your beliefs, this might be the way to help you break free from gaining weight. So try to stay away from those articles that demonize weight and look for the articles that really champion what weight actually does for you and what fat on the body actually does for you. Okay. So The third way to overcome fear of gaining weight is to identify the eating disorder lies about weight gain that you are experiencing and actively challenge them and argue against them. And I wanted to demonstrate this with two different lies that I hear pretty much every day in my one-on-one coaching practice. The first lie that your ED might tell you is that everyone is going to judge you when they see that you've gained weight. And first of all, if you're experiencing that, I want you to ask yourself, who am I worried about? Like, is there a specific person I'm afraid is going to see the weight gain? And would they really judge me? Also, isn't that person going to be adaptive? So for instance, if they can see visible weight gain on your body, they might make one Comment to themselves or to someone else in the worst case. And then they're going to let it go and they're going to adapt to the new version of you. They're going to see that you have changed. They're going to go, okay, this is the new Meg or whoever it is. And they're going to move on with their lives. Nobody is that focused on the way your body looks, and if they are super focused on the way your body looks, chances are they have their own issues with food and body image that they need to work through themselves. And that is, as we know, something that we can find compassion and empathy for, um, because that's a tough place to be as we've been there before ourselves. Also, when you say the lie, everyone is going to judge you I want you to know, and this is a fact that my therapist told me when I was going through recovery, she said the average person doesn't notice weight gain until you've gained about 15% of your body weight from before. So that's kind of a lot of wiggle room. I know when we are in our eating disorders, we think that people can see an extra pound or half a pound on our bodies. And that people are going to notice exactly where those extra few pounds land, but that's not reality. Nobody's checking your body as much as you are. So they're not going to be noticing until you gain about 15% of your weight back. You got some wiggle room there and that might, that might help you. And by the way, weight gain is a slower process. It's not this rapid process where someone's going to see you and then a week later they're going to be like, "Oh my God, you look so different. It's It's a slow moving experience uh, for the most part, especially if you're on a meal plan. And in that case, it's going, it might not be so obvious to the outside eye. And next, the second lie that I hear all the time that I want you to think about and argue against and challenge, is that when you start gaining weight and start eating again, you will never stop gaining weight. Your body's just going to get larger and larger, and it's going to become a huge problem. And I just want to let you know also that your body is designed to maintain a weight that's optimal for your own body's survival and functioning. And this is your body's set point. So your body's set point range is usually a range of like five to 15 pounds that your body likes to live within your body likes to exist within this weight range and your body's going to work exceptionally hard to keep you there. So if you're not eating a lot, your body's metabolism is going to slow down so that you can stay in that range. If you're eating too much, your body's metabolism is going to pick up a bit to keep you within that range. So your set point exists. It will, you know, of course it is possible to go above your set point, but when you are at your set point, it's a much easier to eat freely and, stay the same size. And this is freaking awesome. When you can get to that point, you will become one of those people who can eat freely and not really have to worry about their weight fluctuation. And if your weight is fluctuating a lot by just, you know, people make those jokes, Oh, I'll look at a potato chip and gain five pounds. If you think that's your life, that's just a sign that you're not at your set point yet. So, you need to trust that your body is going to get you to that place so that it can function optimally. Everyone's set point is different, which makes it hard. Some of us have lower set points or higher set points than others, but you need to trust that your life will expand if you allow your body to reside where it wants to be. When you have that lie come up that you'll never stop gaining weight, remember that your your body doesn't, that's not what your body's designed to do. It's actually designed to maintain a weight range that's optimal. So practice identifying those eating disorder lies about weight gain and find anything you need to argue against them. So maybe that's the scientific backing to argue against them. Maybe it's just questions. Bottom line is always challenge the lies that your eating disorder tells you about weight gain. The fourth way to overcome your fear of weight gain is to recognize that your body is meant to change. Okay. (laughs) If you think about it, it's pretty weird if your body was to maintain the same exact weight your entire life. As your body gets older, your body's size and shape is going to naturally change. This is all about life. We all go through seasons of life where we might be more active or maybe We've been through something traumatic, or maybe we're transitioning to a new period of life and your size will inevitably fluctuate. And it's not going to be like these massive swings. Typically, it's just somewhere within your set point range, maybe a little above, maybe a little below, but you recognize that your body is meant to change and that it's normal for it to change it's much easier to go with the flow instead of resist every single pound that you gain or you know gain or lose so our bodies all react to life differently and i think one thing that's interesting To look back on when I had my eating disorder is that I have an identical twin. And when we both had our eating disorders, we were obsessed with making sure we weren't the bigger twin. Like I didn't want to be the bigger twin. She didn't want to be the bigger twin. And it's been 12 years since we graduated high school. So it's been a while. And I have proof in my life now that there have been periods where I've been the bigger twin and where she's been the bigger twin. I've been the smaller twin. She's been the smaller twin. And it's because we live different lives and our situations change. If I move to a new city, I'll probably be stressed out and lose more weight. And she'll be happy and comfortable where she's living. And she'll be the bigger twin. It's like, We are always just kind of, our bodies just ebb and flow depending on the state of life we are in. And that is proof to me that our bodies are meant to change. We will always be changing. You cannot completely control your body size. Also, you can't predict the sizes of the people's bodies around you. Everyone's life and lifestyle impacts your size, and it would be so strange if your body's size wasn't reflected in those changes. So remind yourself that your body is meant to change as you move forward in life. So the fifth way to overcome your fear of gaining weight is to lean on feminism and appeal to the side of you that believes in social justice every pound that you gain you are basically being a rebel you are no longer supporting this the oppressive systems that keep you know traditionally i know some men probably listen to this podcast but if you are if you identify as a woman and you gain weight even if you're a man and you gain weight you are at least rebelling against the impossible beauty standards that have been put on people in this world. When you gain weight, you are acting against the patriarchy overall. It's like a small little way to protest it or act against it. And if you think of that in reverse, that means every pound that you lose or any intentional diet that you go on, you are supporting that oppressive system. And that's enough for me to not want to lose weight ever again, because I don't want to support something that oppresses so many people out there. When you gain weight is it is an act against the thin ideal. And what that means is, When you allow your body to exist in its natural size, you are giving permission to other people in this world to live in their body and its natural size. And you are also allowing others to gain weight as well. It's like sometimes we want to feel safe in the world. So we look around to see what everyone else is doing. And if other people are allowing themselves to live freely in their bodies and not obey those diet culture rules, then it's like, oh, then that means I don't have to either. So if you can set that example for those around you, you are you are setting so many people free. You're helping them become free from all of the oppressive systems that we've all grown up with. What a great motivator to make sure you continue to gain weight, especially in your recovery, especially if you're a person who had a very restrictive disorder or had a low body weight to begin with. Next way to overcome your fear of gaining weight is to find beauty in yourself outside of your appearance. And I know you've probably heard this one a lot, but you really need to focus on who you are and what makes you beautiful what about your personality makes you beautiful what about your intelligence what do you appreciate about yourself and if that's hard at least ask yourself what do i appreciate about the people around me and you'll notice that it's never oh that person is a size 2 you know it's always like oh i appreciate how my best friend is a gift giver. And she always remembers my birthday and gives me a new, a little gift on my birthday. It makes me feel so happy. Or I appreciate that my mom loves music and is always, always making the house so warm and happy with playing music in, in the environment that she's in. It's like, whatever you appreciate in others, those are the things I want you to look for in yourself. And it's okay to show yourself love. It's okay to stand boldly in the beautiful qualities of who you are. There's nothing embarrassing about owning up to what makes you awesome. And I want all of you guys to think like, well, what makes me an awesome person? I'm done with being coy about who I am. I know that I am really great at this I love this part of my personality. I am X, Y, Z. And just own up to what makes you beautiful outside of what your appearance is. And if you're having trouble doing that, I recommend just take a minute or two to stare at your eyes in the mirror. And when you just focus on your eyes in the mirror, you will be able to just see your soul. It's actually kind of freaky to stare at your eyes in the mirror because it's just very, it's a very spiritual, soulful experience. So when you look into your own eyes in the mirror, who is looking back at you? And most likely you'll see someone who is wise and someone who is kind and You'll, you'll focus on the qualities of your true beauty. What is beautiful about you as a soul. So yes, definitely try doing that. The seventh way to overcome your fear of gaining weight is to normalize all body sizes. This one is... I couldn't emphasize this enough. This one is so important. If you haven't already embraced the influencers on your Instagram who have diverse bodies, who are a range of ages and sizes and race and genders and abilities, you need to be able to look through your feed and see normal people. There's anyone on your feed who is flaunting the thin ideal, like, and it makes you feel bad about your own body. You do not have to follow them. I actually suggest unfollowing those people. So, really actively work to normalize all bodies and see the beauty in everyone's body and the beauty in everyone as people. I think I've mentioned this on the show before, but one thing I like others to do is just when you're people watching, pick a person and just compliment them as many times as you can in your head. So think about what makes them beautiful or what you appreciate about their body or their outfit and have fun boosting up that person in your brain, you know, just, Shower them with love and compliments. And you can even tell them a compliment too. You know, we're not all totally antisocial. After you do the exercise, maybe tell them a compliment and they'll feel really good about themselves. And what you've done is just normalize somebody's appearance. And you've also probably suspended all negative judgment of that person, because when you look at a person and you're looking for things to compliment them on, you'll soon notice that you are no longer focused on the negative. So that's key. Feeling safe in a larger body starts with you normalizing larger bodies and appreciating them and respecting them and dispelling all of the negative judgments you have on other people's bodies. All right, and finally, the eighth way to battle your fear of weight gain and overcome this fear of weight gain is to remind yourself that weight gain is proof that you are healing letting go of your eating disorder. Um, and again, some people do not have to gain weight in eating disorder recovery, but many of the clients I work with have to restore some weight throughout their recovery process. And so if that, if you fall into that category, I just want you to know that weight gain is proof that you are healing and letting go of your eating disorder. Even though weight gain is not the sole indicator of recovery, it is definitely a concrete measurable way to gauge your recovery process. And so if you step on the scale and the number is a little high, try not to be upset of that, try to celebrate that. And I heard this once on a podcast just the idea of playing with your own tone of voice can really help the energy behind your words. So for instance, if you step on the scale and it's, the number has increased, you might, if you were stuck in your ED, say, oh no, the number of, on the scale went up. You know, the tone of that is really fearful and negative and there's a sense of dread with that number of, on the scale. But you can practice saying these words with a different tone and you'll open up your brain to new possibilities. So you can say, oh my, the number on the scale went up. And just in that moment when you reverse the tone into something positive you start to think of all the things we just talked about all the good reasons why weight gain is necessary in your recovery and why this is a good thing for your life You're like the number went up how awesome is that this means i'm letting go of my eating disorder this means i'm one step closer to food freedom this means i'm one step closer to my why and How cool is that? You know, try to redirect your tone towards one that's positive. So then your thoughts align with a more positive mindset about it. Our thoughts and what we say to ourselves really matter. And it's crucial for you to start choosing thoughts that are supportive of your weight restoration process. So anyway, my friends, that is it for this recent episode. I hope you all enjoyed it. I know that weight gain can be really scary for some of you, but also it can be really amazing and expansive for your life and necessary for your life. So I hope this helped you. And I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. And thank you so much for listening.